Today marks World Lion Day. Yeah, the magnificent beasts. And yeah, you know, when people talk about lions as intelligent, all I see is danger, 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 nothing else. But hey, uh, <laughs> Andy Rive joins us. Uh, she is the CEO of a fantastic century out in the free state called Love Lions Alice Century. A pleasure and a privilege to have you on the radio, Andy. Good morning this morning. Happy Women's Month. We hope we had a fabulous day yesterday. Yes, good morning, Manda. Thank you, and happy uh, Women's Day to your listeners. How, how was it for you yesterday? A normal day with the lions, fetching cows and feeding lions. <laughs> how are the felines doing? They're doing well, thank you. P- please tell us about the century. W- 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 what is it about? Um, Love Lions Alive Sanctuary. Uh, well, it, the, the Lion Sanctuary exists uh, for the sole purpose of giving lions from captivity a place of safety, refuge, and reprieve. So we take in cats from places of captivity like circuses, zoos, hunting establishments, etc., and give them lives that, where they can live with dignity. Is this when they have reached the end of their, shall we say, professional life, as it were? In some instances, yes. In in others, well, you know, lions can reach the end of their professional life very early on. If they have been kept as cubs for cub petting facilities or for uh, opportunities for people to take photos of cubs, they reach the end of that shelf life by the time they're three, four months old. Wow. Um, at the moment, many of us are of the idea, based on you know the various reports, that uh, lions are under threat. Do you th- do you find that is the case? Yes, uh, uh, lions are definitely um, under threat, especially the way they are treated in South Africa. And, and how bad is it? And uh, who are, who is it that is threatening the, the, these uh, babies? Lions are being bred in South Africa for commercial purposes. They're not. Uh, there's no care for their welfare being um, taken. So lions are being overbred. They're kept in facilities where they're overcrowding. They're not fed properly. They don't get the correct medicine and supplements. And so the nutrition suffers, which means their quality of life suffers. Uh, I suppose you and your partner... Uh, would be looking at, uh, you know, abolishing lion hunting, among others. Yes, among other things. And I, I hear lion canning and, and all of that, and particularly uh, people who come from other countries to come and shoot the big cats and go away. Yeah, the, the trade begins earlier than that. So the facilities who breed and make money out of the cubs, first of all, so they'll offer bottle feeding opportunities or photo opportunities to tourists, usually unsuspecting people who come along thinking that they're doing a good thing. But what they don't realize is that cubs have to be continuously bred in order to provide more and more cubs for these tourists. And people who go and take photos with with cubs don't realize that the cubs are kept semi-sedated. You can't just pass that line around from person to person. Anyone at home with a domestic cat would know they can't take their domestic cat and just pass that cat from person to person because they want to do a selfie. The cat's going to wiggle and squiggle and scratch and kick and get themselves out of there. So these cats are kept semi-sedated and they pass their, their sell-by date as far as being able to use for photos and um, petting quite quickly. 
Then they're kept in overcrowded facilities until they can either be used for walking with lions, and only when they're older do they reach a point where they can be sold for hunting. The hunter will pay to hunt them, but the facility will then go on and sell the bones, the skeletons, and the rest of the body as well. So there's a very big trade in lion bone going on in this country. And the way that cats are kept throughout that entire process is one of that sh- of shame that South Africa should be embarrassed about. And there's no welfare and they're not fed properly, so they live compromised lifestyles. Um, because at, at the century, you, you look after the, the, the animals differently. You know the breeding organization. You look after them and give them a, a semblance of dignity until their last days. Yes. Our focus is on a, an improved lifestyle. And it may be that, that we are a female-driven project, that uh, we are so super specific about our vision and our design ideas for the homes of the cats. So we've built their enclosures to give them as close to natural habitats as possible. We give them high ground from which to survey the hills and valleys around. They have big boulders to climb, trees to scratch, felt to run through. And um, yeah, giving them a healthy lifestyle for our rescued cats is what we're all about. We we don't breed, we don't sell, we don't have interaction. It's about dignity and respect. Yo, how, how many in total are you able to, to care for? We're caring for 25 at the moment. We're busy on a rescue for um, probably about another six lines that we're busy working with at the moment. will probably come here. Uh, do, do you find that you know people that have these um, th- these cats for other reasons make money and all of that have identified you to say okay this one is old Ari there's a line for you does that happen yeah look we we do say no to a lot of requests we are not going to take in rescues that come from places that just continue that perpetuate the business the trade if they're breeders who are just going to continue breeding we're not going to take in their excess lines as much as I would love to help every single line um, so we we take in lines from zoos and circuses we've got, we've got a guy here Luke he lived in a one and a half meter by one and a half meter box in the war zone between Ukraine and Russia for four years we've got a, a lioness Natasha from a circus in Spain who was used for photo ops which as I told you they kept semi sedated and just handed around for tourists to take photos of we take in lines who are we're going to absolutely transform their lives and the place that we've taken them from will not be replacing them. So we don't want to be part of the business. Um, sometimes we are asked to take in lines and we, we decline and we will take them in if we know that we're really going to make a difference. Yeah, because I'm curious, you'll find that people, one or two people might have, the, uh, you know, a lion as a pet. We've seen people with the tigers and so forth. And there comes a point where they cannot care for them anymore. Uh, could they approach you? Yes. Yeah, we also do have that. I've got a lion here, Carl. He was, a, he was somebody's pet. And then she realized by the time he was seven weeks old that she couldn't bottle feed him without him scratching and biting. And I'm like, uh, it's a lion. Of course he's going to scratch and bite. But yeah, we do have people who have mistakenly thought that they could keep a lion or a big cat as a pet, and it doesn't. It doesn't work. It's a dangerous thing. They are only 
huge for a very short period of time. And they scratch and they bite, they rip your house to pieces, you can't have your grandchildren visit. So yeah, we, we do get calls to help people who have taken in cats as pets. Uh, to talk to us about the setup of the enclosure, because it looks different. I mean, it's, it looks like you have uh, vast tracts of land uh, designed in such, like it's in the wild, as if there's no parameters for them. They can just roam as freely as they can. It's a little bit of um, just a design, well-designed situation. The, the, all our cats are in enclosures. They're, they're born in captivity. We can't release captive lions out into the wild. The best we can do is give them the best captive lives as possible. So at Love Lions Alive Sanctuary, our design principle has been very much to give them the sense of, of open spaces. So we've built on the mountainside. So when they're in their enclosure, they actually look out over the bottom fence. And when they look back towards the mountain, they see the horizon and the mountain. They don't see their, their upper fence. So it's an illusion. We try to give them the sense of far more space than they really have and, and to create the enclosures as naturally as possible. Um, they, they're not wild. They're not free. Captive lions will live in captivity, but everything we do at Love Lions Alive Sanctuary is to give them the best lives within captivity that we possibly can. It's like uh, reliving the missed days of their lives. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, now, what I mean, as ladies, uh, you must be surprising a lot of people that uh, you, you've taken on this on this kind of work. Yeah, I'd say that when we first got involved in the free state, I, I'm from Nysna in the Cape, and Lena, my partner, is from Norway. She was a police officer in Norway, um, and a lot of people I think were surprised that we could do farm. A lot of it, you know, it's outdoor work, it's farm work. There's a lot of heavy work to be done. Um, Lina, Lina, my partner, is not here right now to speak for herself. She's actually meeting our vet in a few hours' time to fly in a chopper to go and vaccinate and do contraception on giraffe. But she would normally, she does the, the heavy work. She feeds lions, cuts up cows, does maintenance, welding, building. She's a Norwegian police officer, so, you know, a, a Viking woman. And I do more logistics, admin, PR, fundraising, planning, all the lightweight executive stuff. But we're a good team. We work together well. But farmers, especially in the free state, have been quite surprised. They're oftentimes, my name, well, my full name's Tundi, but I'm called Andy. And I'll often have people phoning, wanting to speak to Andy. And I'll say, yes, this is Andy. And they say, no, we want to speak to Andy, the man. I'm like, um, <laughs> n- no. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. <laughs> the challenges, the challenges, the challenges. Oi. <laughs> um, you recently partnered with a local company called Environ. Do you want to talk to us about that? Yeah, we have. I mean, we believe that partnerships and working together, combining skills is, is a strong part of success in any endeavor. Um, and we're very happy with this partnership as we do like environment ethos and their desire to make a difference in a woman's life. Like they believe that women should live life to the full, that it is never too late to start over, which rang very true for me. You know, I had a complete change in life at, at age 40 and became involved with lions. Environment says that women are more talented and more beautiful than they think and that true beauty is waiting to be revealed. Um, they, they, you know, they say that you can do anything you put your mind to if your heart is in it too. They believe that doing what you love is like the air you breathe. And this attitude fits so well for Lena and myself. Uh, here we are living with no regrets on the side of a mountain. We live in a tent with lions on the side of a mountain in 
all weather, extreme cold, wind, sun, dust, you know. I mean, you should see me, I'm weathered. But Environ's message is go ahead and live that life, girl, and we love it. But most importantly, we connected on a deeper level with regards to vitamin A. So, you know, their products are based on vitamin A, as is our treatment of the lines. Vitamin A deficiency is a constant and completely debilitating effect of captivity on lines. Hypervitaminases A is something that they get and it causes pain, mobility issues, ocular degeneration, and it really restricts lines from being able to exhibit natural behavior and range of motion. So this, you know, vitamin A is proven to be vital in ongoing treatment of lines, and Environ have stepped up to help us, to help Love Lines Alive, to be able to give this to our cats. And in as much as they're helping us to give the lines vitamin A, they are directly assisting our lines to be able to live lives which are pain-free and more beautiful. And on a, you know, just by the way, another connection that we had with vitamin, with Environ was my granny Eve won the South African Protea Medal in World War II for researching vitamin A to improve pilots' night vision. So as Environ and, and Love Lines Alive, when we started chatting, we just found all these connecting points. Wow, that's uh, kind of interesting. Is it easy for people to come and volunteer? Because, hey, we're scared of lions. The best we want to do is touch them at a distance, no type of thing. Well, we don't allow any touching. There's no interaction between people and our lions. Uh, Lena and myself, when we get a lion in that is compromised, that physically needs our care, we, we would be hands-on if needs be with a lion. But it's not our objective to be hands-on. And as soon as the lion is old enough or integrated, socialized with, with other lions, then we, we leave them to be lions. But we don't have any interaction with the public or tourists coming here. But it is easy to volunteer. I mean, one just applies on our website to become a volunteer here. And we, we've taken a few volunteers. So we're not a zoo and we're not a tourist park. We try and keep it quite intimate and in, private for the lions. But at the same time, we need to have some sort of income. So we've taken a handful of volunteers at a time. And those people are people who are dedicated to the cats. They really have the respect. They feel privileged to, to be working with the lions. But to, to volunteer, one just simply has to email us and, and get in, in touch and we start chatting about the process. 23 minutes past four on SFM, chatting to the CEO of Love Lions, uh, live uh, century in uh, Freestead. Uh, and uh, talking about uh, you, I don't know, she, she's very brave. Ben and I are thinking, yeesh, it'll take some serious motivation for us to be in your shoes, Andy. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you get that right. Now, obviously, this is an expensive uh, activity. This is an expensive job. Are you getting enough help? Um, it's very sporadic. You know, we, we did a rescue earlier this year of some lions that came from really awful conditions in a terrible zoo, and we did a fundraiser for that. We got in most of the money for building the enclosures. Um. You know, we usually take in volunteers, as I just mentioned, and that is our sort of our form of income. And that was now with the COVID-19 pandemic, all our volunteers basically cancelled, which effectively cut off our income. So we we work trying to get sponsorships with corporates if people want want to be involved, especially with sponsorship of material. And then we also set up an adoption option, which was trying to get people 
they've connected with the cats on a more intimate level. So either individuals or corporates can sponsor or virtually adopt an individual cat. And whereby lion lovers have become specifically involved with a particular jaguar or puma or lion that we have. So we're trying to connect people with lions to bring in the intimacy and connection by allowing someone to actually know that lion by name and individual character. And maybe we can, at the same time as bringing in a bit of income to help us, we can help a shift to occur in acknowledgement of the validity of lions' right to live by connecting you know, people with an individual lion. I'm told uh, among the lions you have, one of them is called Mandla, and I was curious as to whether he's as crazy as I am. Well, I don't know how crazy you are, but I can tell you <laughs> my Mandla. So we've got two, they're brothers, Mandla and Isubindi. Uh, and Mandla is the powerful one. Isubindi is much more laid back. He sort of chills and he doesn't really approach when people come to anywhere near, but Mandla always does. So he'll approach... He doesn't just come straight to the fence because he's still got quite a lot of his wild characteristics. So he'll stay hidden and he'll watch and he'll ascertain whether anyone coming near is a threat. And when he re- and then he'll slowly approach through the bushes. But ultimately, Minder charges the fence and gives a big growl. He's very dominant. He's very confident. And uh, yeah, he's a, he's a big, powerful guy, Minder. I'll tell you, he's a better version of me. Uh, World Lion Day today, um, Andy. Um, as, as as people who are concerned about you know our wildlife, lions, of course, the numbers are not as big as they used to. What would you want us to do, and what would you want us to learn, particularly when we've got young ones that we want to teach in terms of uh, being aware of their environment? Yeah, you know, Mandela, I think. People generally forget about lions. It's hard for people to give space or thought to lions when they are so removed from most people's lives. I mean, most South Africans have never even seen a lion. Um, they get the iconography, you know, lions on as images on packets on TV, on statues and logos, but there is a disconnect when it comes to the actual real sentient beings of which there are thousands in captivity being kept in cages, bred for hunting and the bone trade, and kept in zoos and tourist facilities where they are belittled and disparaged in order to feed human egos and the selfie plague. So my life purpose is to keep to, to see lions returned to a level where humans see them with a sense of awe. Um, lions must be treated as beings which Africa should be proud of. We should insist that the world revere our African heritage and treat lions as majestic and strong. You know, seeing a lion in a cage or as a trophy, I feel, should ignite our African outrage. And I think that what we can do is we can celebrate. We should celebrate the fact that South Africa has lions. We should disallow the embarrassment that a few lion farmers create. We should not go and pet lions and go to lion parks where you you just have one day or half an hour or something taking some selfies and showing your children lions. Rather, get your children to a place where they celebrate that South Africa has this amazing animal. This is our national pride. And let's take back the joy and celebrate having lions in our country. 
As a way of raising funds, because of the upkeep, as you say, of the century requires quite a lot of resources. Uh, people can either donate equipment, technology, time, and even money as well. But obviously, uh, other people, before they probably financially provide, they would want to see how actively you are, how active you are in that space. And I'm told that uh, in as much as you and... and, and uh, your partner live in tents, which scares the living dead out of me, I must confess. Um, you allow people to visit, to spend the night, and, and, and be able to experience the lions and, you know, sleep over. Yes, we do. We live in tents. We've been living here next month. It'll be five years that we've been living in a tent on the mountainside in order to be near our lions and work with the lions. And I'd say, you know, being here... It, yeah, it's out in a tent, but it's the most amazing experience. I think that we probably, two of the only people I know who actually have to pause our TV at night because the lions are roaring outside the tent and we actually can't hear what's going on on the TV. So we pause while the, li- pause while the lions roar. And um, it, it's just every single time brings this little bubble of joy into my heart. It's like, this is so funny, this is our... You know, what kind of problem is that to have that you've got to pause the TV so that you can let the lines roll and then you continue so it's quite an experience to be here and we opened it up in that we, we've got three more tents around our tents and we invite guests to come and stay but it's a, it's for the nature lover for someone who's quiet it's um you one has to be respectful. There are lions right here. They are dangerous animals, and we also don't want to incite them and get them all worked up and you know wanting to hunt the guests. But yes, it's a way that people can come and really feel and experience and sit around the fire under the starlight with the lions roaring. It's it's very special. I tell you, I come to visit. No sleeping for me. Mm-mm. I, could, I couldn't see that happening. So, for us to get more information and to be able to plan ahead, hopefully by the you know before the end of the year, we will be at uh, level one of the lockdown and we can visit all these places we haven't been able to visit. Where do we go? Mm. Sorry, where do you go? Yes, I mean in terms of information, website, okay. uh, social yeah, media well, presence. We called Love Lines Alive sanctuary so our website is lovelinesalive.one our gmail is lovelinesalive at gmail.com our facebook is lovelinesalive and then personally on instagram or facebook they could find me andy a-n-d-i short for tandy a-n-d-i and my surname is reeve r-i-v-e but to g to to go on to lovelinesalive.one or to gmail lovelinesalive at gmail.com those are two ways of getting hold of us and they can chat and i'll send information and I'm very happy to to give anyone whatever information they need, and we take it from there. Given the pictures I've seen, that century looks beautiful. Looks. Thank you. It, it, it doesn't even look like you know the the, the lions are enclosed. It's look, it looks like you know they're just roaming around. All they have to do is just be in the car and enjoy watching them. Yeah, we really have worked hard to give them the perception of having a bit of wilderness. Nice one, Ma- Ma- Madame. 
Andy, please give a, a, a love to and a greetings to Lynn as well. Thank you for the work that you do and for creating this space that's needed and also helping in the, you know, in, in keeping up these animals and, of course, your partnership with the environment. Uh, to uh, help offset some of the conditions that these poor cats suffer when mm. uh, most of us are not watching to give them a bit of longevity for us to enjoy them. Uh, thank you for yeah, doing so mm-hmm. much and uh, we will chat again pretty soon. It's my absolute pleasure. Lovely, thank you. A fabulous holiday to you. Thanks. <laughs> That's uh, Andy Reeve, the CEO of uh, Love Lions Alice uh, Sanctuary out in uh, Freestad. Uh, she works with her partner, Lynn Risa, who came all the way from Norway to give up a job as a police officer and uh, started afresh in the country. So there you go. Uh, something to plan on as uh, you work towards uh, seeing what uh, you know the rest of the year is going to be like as you plan. Maybe you just want to spend some time with the big cats and have a bit of fun.